Daily Draft Report. Set your DDR to record now. Good morning, everybody. This is your Daily Draft Report, daily dose of prospect information for the NFL Draft, brought to you by Campus to Canton. Tonight's prospect is a very polarizing one. Some people have him as quarterback one, all the way down to quarterback seven, eight, nine, ten. I mean... Everybody's all over the place on this guy. Desmond Ritter, Cincinnati senior quarterback, six foot four, two hundred fifteen pounds. I wanted to bring on co-creator of Campus to Canton, Matt Burning. How you doing tonight, Matt? I, I'm Matt. doing fantastic. Thank you for having me on, Dwight. Absolutely, man. You know what I was thinking as I'm looking at this recruiting profile picture, and he kind of looks like Jordan Reigns, doesn't he? He does a little bit, you know. <laughs> I don't know about the the game part of like, it. No, he doesn't like college football. He doesn't like us Debbie guys. So. No, not at all. <laughs> Recruiting profile of Desmond Ritter. He came from Louisville, Kentucky, class of 2017, which seems like so, so long ago. Um, he was a three-star three star quarterback, the 1,657th player in the class, and only really had one offer, and that was Cincinnati. Thankfully, that's where he ended up because he was pretty damn good at Cincinnati. Hit the ground running as a freshman with over 2,000 passing yards, 20 touchdowns, almost only five interceptions as a freshman. Pretty amazing. Um, kind of built on that every year. Each year was pretty close to the same, although this year, um, except for last year. Last year he had 600 yards rushing and 12 touchdowns. That was kind of a little bit of an anomaly, the 12 rushing touchdowns at least. Uh, this year he had 3,300 passing yards, 30 touchdowns, eight interceptions, added another 400 on the ground almost, six more touchdowns. And in each of 2020 and 2021, he was the American Athletic Conference Offensive Player of the Year. So he's pretty well decorated. So, Matt, let's, yes. get, into the, let's get into the meat and potatoes here. What traits and attributes does Ritter possess that you think will make him a successful NFL quarterback? Well, for one, he has very good arm strength. Uh, when when I rate my quarterbacks, I tend to do it in like a grading of five, and he came in at a four point two for me. I, I obviously the other part of his arm is not there, which we can discuss in a minute. But he does have really good arm strength. I think he displays really great velocity on a lot of his throws, especially to the short and intermediate area, and he can hit all three levels of the field fairly easily. And that obviously his second reaction plays as well. He can make plays with his legs, whether it's to buy time or to just get rushing yards. You you mentioned earlier some of the, the yards he had, 500, 600, 500, and 355 in this last year. Uh, he, he moves a lot better than I think people give him credit for. It's probably because of how tall he is. He, he moves a little bit. He's got that long stride, so he eats up yards. But he is a very mobile quarterback, and we've seen – Recently in the NFL, that that matters, that those guys, when they have a second reaction ability or they're able to get out of the pocket and get yards with their legs, that that matters for the NFL. And I do think that's a big part of his game as well. Um, and, and there's a lot of, of talk about how great of a leader he was at Cincinnati. I think that matters going into the NFL. Overall, he's a very experienced player. Uh, one thing that I've noticed in watching a lot of his film lately, I just did a video for him on, on our YouTube channel, is he's very good, it seems like, at diagnosing defenses as well. If you if you watch and, and go listen to, to interviews that Luke Fickle has given the head coach of Cincinnati. He talks about 
Desmond Ritter is the only player he has had in his tenure that has actually gone in and sat down in installment meeting, installment meetings, and like actually talked about what he wants installed in the offense and doing things. Like he's very involved and was very involved in his senior year in doing this. So I think that speaks to how smart he is when it comes to the actual uh, game as well, the college game, and then eventually I would assume the NFL game as well, just how well he understands offense. That is an underrated attribute of his game. You can tell how smart he is. I love listening to his interviews and everything. He's very poised. You can tell he's got a good hat on his shoulder. I'm really curious to see what he does this week. Uh, I guess he didn't have too great of a day today is what I heard. But, I mean, it's just the first day. But I I like his. He's very confident. You know, he sees the field. One thing that's underrated is how athletic he is. I mean, he did make the Bruce Feldman's College Freaks list, which it seems like everybody I've been talking about lately has been on. He reported, reportedly ran a four five five forty and a four point shuttle, a thirty six inch vert, ten foot eight broad jump at six foot four. I mean, that's that's crazy athleticism for that size. Yeah. So, but then, like you said, the arm is he's got a, the arm that can do every throw. He drives the ball, and zips it around. You know, he he seems like his touch is getting better. So there's a lot to like about Ritter, and I really don't. You know, I think the level of the competition is probably the biggest thing. So what other things do you see that could hold him back from being successful? Yeah, I mean, the lack of uh, real competition is the big one, right? Everybody points to that Alabama game this year in the playoffs. Now, I still say that that game is not as bad as he gets kind of hit on. Uh, If you go back and watch that game, there was multiple times in crucial third-down situations where he hit his wide receivers right in the hands, and they dropped it, including one that was a touchdown that would have made that. I believe it was going to be like a 10-point game at the time where he dropped it in the bucket. Uh, I believe it was to – I can't remember the kid's name now off the top of my head, but it was number 20. 21, dropped it in the bucket corner of the end zone. He just dropped it. It was definitely a tough catch, but the ball was in his hands. You've got to catch that. And that would have definitely, I don't know, would have changed the game. Alabama still wins, but uh, that that part of it is his accuracy. And that's the thing what you just mentioned. We've seen a lot of it on the Senior Bowl reporting here day one. He's really struggled with his accuracy. And that's one thing that does worry me about his game because he can be very accurate at times. He, he's very extremely, you mentioned earlier, very good at, at forcing those balls. I mean, there's times that he hits a ball into a very tight window and then he seems to struggle placing that ball on like a wide open wide receiver running deep. You can't miss those throws, especially in the NFL college. You can get away with it because you might get another one in the NFL. You miss that throw. That's you. That's you losing a Super Bowl, Jimmy G, a couple of years ago for the 49ers, right? Like you cannot miss those throws when those guys are wide open. And Desmond Ritter does tend to miss those. Uh, the other thing that I do worry a little bit about is his his pocket poise. He does seem to kind of get a little bit of that happy feet typically in big games when he's getting a lot of pressure on him and that's when his mechanics start to fall apart he starts to fall back onto his uh his uh back foot he starts to get a little bit of the happy feet really toesy in the pocket and that's when his mechanics really kind of go awry and then he messes up and, and you're not gonna have that perfect protection a lot of times in the nfl especially when you get those uh, blitzes and everything coming at you so the 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 kind of lack of pocket poison accuracy are probably the two biggest knocks on him and accuracy being the biggest one because you need your quarterback to be accurate, especially at the NFL level to be successful. Right. Yeah. I mentioned the, the being a four-year starter, he had only a 62% per completion rate in over four years against lesser competition, which I, I'm sorry, 62% nowadays is, I mean, you've got, you've got to be near 70, you know, like yeah. the guys we've seen lately, it's, it's weird. We used to think 60 was good. Yeah, those are the exact same things that I noticed, too, is the accuracy, and he sometimes takes too many sacks, you know, and his touch is is getting better, but it's still not perfect, and 
yeah, his, his ability to read defenses, blitzes as they happen, you know, are things that he's, it's going to be so much faster. Same things I noticed. All right. So as far as draft projections, the NFL mock draft database is freaking hilarious, man. <laughs> I, I, these are all these are all mock drafts over the last week. I have 26 to the Titans, 18 to the Saints, 31 to the Lions, 13 to Cleveland, 9 to Denver. Like, who, who are writing these? Like, uh, the 9 to Denver is actually P- pro football focus, PFF. Anyways. Um, <laughs> that makes so, a little sense. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of makes sense. Uh, so 27 of the bucks as of yesterday, so I'm going to put that. Uh, who knows? So, Matt, is there anywhere you'd like to see him go or any of those situations you think would be really good for him? You know, I, I don't know that he gets drafted in the first round. I've, I've been one of his biggest supporters for the past couple yeah. couple seasons, but I don't know that he's a first-round quarterback. It's kind of what I've always said. I think he's a second-round quarterback because if he can develop – I think he can be a starter. I'm I'm not going to say, you know, if we look at this from a fantasy side of things, I'm never going to tell you he's going to be a QB one. One place I would like to see him go and is a place I've seen him mocked a couple times in the second round is to the Washington football team. Now I'm not trying to compare him to this player because he is not, he does not have the ceiling of a Cam Newton, but I think if you look at what Cam Newton dealt with accuracy wise and, and maybe some of the pocket stuff coming out of college, I think, you can apply that to Ritter. We saw what Turner and uh, Ron Rivera were able to do for Cam Newton in Carolina, both of them in Washington. They've got a lot of weapons around him. They can improve that offensive line a little bit. I think he could be a guy who could possibly go in there and compete with Tyler Heineke to possibly take that job. And and then we'll see what happens. I I don't know that he'll ever be a long-term NFL starter. Uh, I definitely think he's got a future as an NFL backup. And so to me, that always matters in in fantasy super flex leagues because you want to have those quarterbacks on your roster. But I think best shot he has is probably going day two. You know, you mentioned the Titans. I don't think that that'd be a bad spot. There's a lot of people who comp him to Ryan Tannehill. So if he were to go to the Titans and say, I mean, I don't know the Titans fans would love that because if Ryan Tannehill goes, down and you're bringing in another Ryan Tannehill behind him, they probably would be that excited about that. It would make sense on the fact that a lot of people seem to comp him to Ryan Tannehill. Right. I think I like the only thing that worries me about Washington was they they might want to rush him in right away. And I think he really is going to need to sit. So I I, I don't actually hate the Lions either. I mean, they've got a lot of picks right around that one-two turn and they're stuck with golf, I think, for at least another year. So um, but some of those just don't make any sense. Like Cleveland doesn't make any sense. No, Tampa Bay doesn't make any sense. Even I, I don't. I think they would probably rush him on the field as well. So, all right. And just recently, I've decided. I don't know why I haven't asked this question all along. But <laughs> we're, like, why? Do, as far as fantasy, if, yeah. if I, I like doing, some people are. Uh, I've seen a, a movement on Twitter more of doing your rookie drafts before the actual draft. And I kind of mm-hmm. like it, but I like both ways. You know, I see the, so like if you had a rookie draft today, 12 team yeah. super flex tight end premium, where would you think Ritter would fall without knowing landing spot? Ooh, um, I would say he's probably a late second, early third pick would be my guess. Um, it's hard to tell because you just mentioned there's some people in not just this community, but in the NFL community who have him, as you mentioned, like a top three quarterback. So if you have someone, they're probably going to take him sooner than that. Uh, I would, if, if I'm in a draft and he's on the board late second, 
I would probably take him because, again, I do think he's got traits that could make him a starting quarterback, and that matters, especially as you just mentioned in Superflex. I know some people don't really like care about guys who could be QB2s or 3s, but at the end of the day, in my opinion, those guys matter. So late round two, I would probably be willing to pull the trigger on him anywhere from like that 9 to 12 pick, uh, depending obviously on, on who's on the board. But at that point, I think probably most of the top RBs, wide receivers, and quarterbacks yeah. are gone. So I'd feel comfortable taking him there. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I was thinking. He's that'll be past the top five or six running backs, eight, eight to ten tight, you know, wide receivers, a couple quarterbacks. So yeah, I think late seconds probably the sweet spot for Desmond. So, all right, Matt, tell everybody where they can. Thank you very much for coming on, by the way, and we're, tell everybody where they can find you on Twitter and what you are working on these days. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Any Anytime I can talk about Desmond Ritter, I am happy. And you can find everything that I do at campus2canton.com. You can find me at SportsFanaticMB on Twitter. All right. You can find me on Twitter, FF People's Champ. Most of my work's also there at Campus to Canton. I'll keep it in-house, baby. This podcast is Daily Draft RPRT. Thank you guys very, very much for listening. Hopefully you're enjoying the Senior Bowl, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.